0: Welcome to the 6th episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. My name is Molly and today I have 3 questions. The first is from Teddy. Here he is. My name is Teddy and I'm 5 years old and my question today is why is holly spiky? Hi Teddy, this is a great question. Over in England where I am, and I think you are too, you'll see holly everywhere at the moment, growing outside with its lovely berries, and maybe you even have some in your house. Have you ever been spiked by holly? Well, let me tell you why it is spiky. If you look closely at a holly bush, you'll see that the leaves are extra spiky, low down the tree, just at the level where animals could reach to gobble them up. Whereas further up the tree, out of reach of hungry animals, the leaves of holly are less spiky. This makes experts think that the reason why holly is spiky is for protection. The spikes on the leaves of holly mean the leaves are not very nice for animals to eat and they hurt when a creature tries to bite them. I think that's really interesting. Not all holly leaves on one tree are prickly and that the leaves growing at a height where they're likely to be eaten up by animals are the spikiest to try to stop them from being munched. The tree senses when animals are eating their leaves and makes the leaves closest to the ones being eaten extra spiky so the animals leave the holly tree alone. I hope that answers your question, Teddy. Just a reminder that if you have a question you would like answered, send it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Next, it's time to think about New Year's Eve. Our next question comes from Eleanor. Here she is. Hello, my name's Eleanor. I'm 10 years old and I live in York. And my question is, why do we sing Auld Lang Syne on New Year's Eve and what does it mean? Hi Eleanor, thanks for your question. It's a bit strange we all sing "Old Lang Syne on New Year's Eve, but hardly anyone knows why. Well, let me tell you a bit about it. "Old Lang Syne is a Scottish song, and it's been tradition for a long time in Scotland to sing it just before midnight on New Year's Eve. "Old Lang Syne roughly means old time's sake, and the song is about remembering old friends and thinking about how important they are and the things we've all done together with our friends. The words come from a poem which was written over 600 years ago. No one knows who wrote it, but it was made famous by Scotland's greatest poet, Robert Burns. He said he heard an old man singing the song and wrote it down. There are five pieces of paper in the world that have the song written on it in his handwriting. I saw one of these pieces of paper when I was writing a book called The Secret Museum which is about all the most precious things in museums around the world that you'll never get to see. The things I wrote about are kept under lock and key so that they can be carefully protected for the future. The 200-year-old piece of paper with Old Lang Syne written on it is kept in a briefcase in a secret spot in the Mitchell Library in Glasgow in Scotland. It's covered in brown ink writing and you can see the places where Robert Burns dipped his sharpened feather, which he used as a pen, in the ink because those words are extra inky. Over time, the song got more and more popular in Scotland and the Scots who moved to America and beyond around the world took their song with them. People heard them singing it and began to sing it themselves. The song became a New Year's song because of a singer called Guy Lombardo who played it at a big hotel party in New York on New Year's Eve in 1929. Everyone loved the song so much he played it every year on New Year's Eve at the same hotel for 30 years. His concert was always shown on TV and played on the radio, so it soon became a New Year's tradition. Maybe next time you sing the song, you'll think of Robbie Burns writing it down, having heard an old man singing it. Remember, it means old time's sake and it's about friendship. In Taiwan, it's sung at the end of university when people graduate and in Japan, it is played when shops are closing so people know it's time to leave. Finally, it was once the national anthem of the Maldives. I hope that answers your question, Eleanor. Our final question comes from Molly, who lives in London. Hi Molly, my name is Molly and I'm 7 years old and I live in London. I love gymnastics. My question for you is, why do some animals have four legs and why do some animals have two legs? Thanks! To answer Molly's question, we've got Simon from the Natural History Museum in London.
1: Hello Molly, I'm Simon and I work at the Natural History Museum in London. I'm in charge of our vertebrate collection. First puts are animals that have backbones in their bodies like most fish reptiles mammals and us humans also of course I make sure people can look at the animals and answer interesting requests about the natural world like your great question about legs so coming on to the question first I need to make sure we're talking about the same meaning for the word animals for the sake of this question let's say you're probably talking about large land animals with backbones i.e vertebrates which is actually my speciality of course there are lots of animals such as spiders and insects with many legs and some without legs but i think you're talking about land animals and you're asking why some have two legs like us humans and others have four legs such as lions tigers hippos turtles so to answer your question Moving creatures are usually symmetrical with an even number of legs, so either two legs or four legs because they need to be able to turn left and right. Being able to turn in both directions is equally important to animals, so too many legs makes moving more difficult and a waste of energy, so large vertebrates usually have two or four legs. you've noticed so they quickly move in either direction creatures with two legs tend to be ones that need to use their arms for other things we humans and even bonobo chimps like to walk around on two legs and use our arms for other things like carrying babies shopping cooking making things and writing having free arms is more useful to us than using our arms to help us walk however most land mammals don't need to use their arms for things like that And they find it much more useful to have four legs to move around. Having four legs makes it easier for them to run, leap, gallop, eat, chase animals or run away from being eaten. I hope that answers your question, Molly.
0: Thank you so much, Simon. How interesting that some animals use four legs to get around their world, whereas we humans and other animals that walk on two legs find it more useful to have arms for doing other things. I hope that answers your question, Molly. Now, if you would like to use your legs for something very fun during the holidays, here's how. The Natural History Museum in London have kindly given everything under the sun four tickets to go ice skating at their incredible ice rink just outside the museum. It has a huge Christmas tree, lovely music, a carousel, a Christmas market, a cafe and food stalls, and you can visit the museum after you've skated. Be in with a chance to win these tickets all we have to do is send in your best impression of an owl hooting <whistles> next week we're going deep into the natural history museum to explore their exhibition called life in the dark it's all about creatures that live in the dark or come out at night and of course we're going to talk about owls when we're there So tune in next week and send me your impressions of an owl hooting for a chance to win tickets to go ice skating this Christmas holiday. OK, that is it. Thanks so much for listening. Big thanks to Teddy, Eleanor and Molly for today's questions about spiky holly, New Year's songs and legs. Huge thank you to Simon from the Natural History Museum and the people in charge of ice skating. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. I'll be back next week in 2019 to answer more questions from children around the world in another episode of Everything Under the Sun. If you have a question you would like answered or want to send in an owl impression, Just record yourself asking a question or hooting like an owl and send it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk There's lots of info about the show and how to send in questions on the show's website, everythingunderthesun.co.uk Whatever your question, we're sure to find you an answer. Wishing you all a very happy new year. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.